Geek Shock. Well, I guess uh, shock. making cupcakes, Cutie Mark, could work too. All you have to do is take a cup of flour, add it to the mix. Now just take a little something sweet, not sour, a bit of salt, just a bit. Yes. When you look at an episode and you're like, you, you have no idea where the hell, I mean, creatively, that's a good yeah, sign. Yeah, no, they're, they're... As opposed to, like, Smallville, where... <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> well, let's see. This is this smells so like this asshole. Because, I guess this is anything after season four. Anything after season four. Funny, God. Biggs had no comment on that episode with him in it. None whatsoever. There's no... He knows it's an indefensible piece of garbage. No, there you go. Oh, poor thing. Well, I thought he adequately defended it on the show and kind of left you speechless, if you recall. No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember that in the least. Except for that homeboy's... Paul, you couldn't remember me coming in the door uh, 10 minutes ago. Things are slipping. Things are slipping. (laughs) But, uh, no, uh, uh, Smallville is terrible. (laughs) <laughs> Welcome, folks. It's Geek Shock number 134. Oh, I am Master Torgo. <laughs> the famous Paul. It is Jeff. Commander K. And just Michael. And we're here to talk Weekend Geek. Gentlemen, <laughs> how you doing? Yay. You're good. I, good. There was I don't much know why here because yeah, I, no last kidding. night, was at the midnight release of Mass Effect 3. Oh, and so it has begun for you. I, it has begun, yeah. Oh, my. I, uh, I have allotments of time set up, which I've already gone over. Good, uh, good sign. I can I cannot. Uh, I cannot contain myself. Last night, I was. I, last night, I, I got it. I got it home, and I just wanted to explore the ship. And there's, you know, you've got some storytelling to do before you can even get to that point. So, I had. I, I just like, okay, this is a good story, but I want to let me check out the <laughs> ship. I just want to see the ship. I just want to look around. So finally, like, I was like exhausted. Six o'clock this morning. This morning, still finally getting to explore my ship, and and then I'm like talking to people on the ship and getting to know them all and. And uh, and I passed out at some point. My controller in my hand. That's the best. But uh, yeah, it's I'm excited for it. This one's done that too. Yeah, <laughs> on a regular basis, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. What other geeky stuff you do this week, guys? I had uh, Street Fighter Cross Tekken was my midnight launch of choice last oh, night. Oh boy! So I picked that boy, bad boy up and played for a while. Good game, really solid. Um, but oh god, online already. It's either. I'm having a decent time, or I am being manhandled. It's grotesque. <laughs> but I thought you liked being manhandled. Mm, not this way. Sometimes it's, it's just it's like, you know, there's these all these new systems and things, and it's pretty cool, and it's 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 fairly intuitive, and it's not that hard. And the the, um, the training stuff that they give you, pretty good, pretty good little um, intro to these new ideas. But boy, you get stuck in some juggle combos, and you're fucked. <laughs> But it's great. It's beautiful. Really fun. Lots of great characters right out the gate. And uh, I'm glad I got it because I do love me some Street Fighter and I want them to keep making more games. Apparently, Dark Stalkers is officially next on the docket now. So we're going to have a new... Street Fighter across Stalkers? No. (laughs) Oh, okay. It's just going to be a Dark Stalkers. That'd be awesome. (laughs) But still, Um, that's pretty good news. Yeah, it's great news that Dark Stalkers is on the way. Um, So that uh, that was my game last night. Really good times. Now, Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Does that use the uh, Street Fighter? Okay. Yes, that's the that's the Capcom take, not the Namco okay. take. So the Namco so, game is still in production. I don't. I really, I don't think it's going to see the light of day. You don't think so? It's done. That's. Have you seen anything on it? Not, Have you not seen a while. any press on it? Not really. Have you seen any demo? Any gameplay? Not since E three. And that's not gameplay. That's just demo. That's what I'm. Did you see? You saw, but you saw an actual engine. 
I you saw a game. You know what? I can't even say that I remember that. That's what that. I mean. I don't know. You I just don't know. You can't even say that anymore because a lot of times they'll do a quick CG, uh, you know, yeah. using, you know, a CG engine that's nothing in-game, and that's their that's their trailer. They throw that up there, and like, everybody's like, oh, my God, that looks awesome. And I'm like, it's not it the might actual happen. game. It might happen. Mm-hmm. Good luck to them. I don't really have any interest in it. Uh, I haven't uh, been following the Tekken series for a while. It was great back in the day. But I've never really cared for that gameplay style as much as I've loved Street Fighter style. And uh, really used to buy those only on PlayStation because they're just such graphic power horses and look so cool. But um, nowadays I prefer my fighting games, mostly Street Fighter. Didn't or you variants also have thereof. A, a workshop last week? Geeky workshop? <coughs> uh, I had a friend in town do a workshop. Oh, okay. That's, I just oh, yeah, my friend Shad came into town and did some uh, improv workshops, and I taught another improv workshop. And yeah, I've been working like crazy, man. Been busy, which is good though. It's which good. is busier than busy. Yeah. I saw an incredibly weird movie. I watched an incredibly weird movie on Netflix, Death okay. Trance. Death Trance. Yes. Imagine if Jim Jarmusch directed a post-apocalyptic samurai movie. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, it was very kind of freaky, weird. It was. It had a post-apocalyptic vibe. Some people had guns, which were like special, but it was the full Japanese martial arts, you know, samurai, wire foo fighting, and then there were the supernatural elements. It was very bizarre, and it also just had an incredible Jim Jarmusch feel. I was watching this movie thinking of Dead Man. You ever okay. see that? Okay. Yeah. With uh, yeah. So. It was very bizarre. Well, Good did, bizarre. Wait, Dead Man, okay, a, a movie? I'm thinking you. the comic book. So no, I'm, the, thinking, I'm thinking the, the Johnny Depp Jarmusch movie. No, I've never seen that. Yeah, he plays a, like a cowboy who gets shot, and he spends the whole movie slowly dying. But he's not like lying on his back dying. He's wandering around having really strange, freaky encounters with all sorts of weird people throughout. Live action Rango? <laughs> I don't know. Was Rango shot? Uh, it had Johnny Depp in it. No, but that, that, yeah, I bet it wouldn't be too far. Rango. Rango should <laughs> Maybe he just means Rango should be shot. Oh, you oh, picked boy. a scab on that I one. know. I just, yeah, wow. The well, tobacco so company. Just, animated movie. Just, Let's hear it. <laughs> Johnny Depp is a lizard. There's only so much uh, animated animation talent to go around, and when a story like Rango gets the green light, I want to shit myself. It was just... I hear the kids love wanna, it, though, Paul. No, they don't. <laughs> who? Who loves it? Is I that getting a sequel? Fuck no. Kids don't love Rango. Rango was garbage. Because it was not kid. It's not kitty. It's It's got some well, very adult well, kind well, of well, things well, going on. Which one won well, the Oscar? A friend of ours, kids love it. Did Rango win an Oscar? Oh, I, I shut up. No idea. I, I couldn't say. I, I thought, yeah, uh, check, Jeff. Christ I thought alive. that that... I thought I just saw that at the this Oscars. One? This one? Just last Sunday, bud. Two Sundays ago, it when we won had an Oscar. Oscar, the it, Oscar it, it for was, animated it film, it was up for animated film and Why? versus Puss in, Puss in Boots and something else. And I thought Rango won. Oh my God! I thought Rango won. Oh, that yeah. would make well, perfectly th- that's, that's gay awesome. Hollywood sense. There, there's Paul. Just nobody loved it. It was awful. It, it is terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. I didn't see it, so I. It's I terrible. The thing about it is, it does the same shit. Okay, it is. It's. Just like uh, Bugs Life, which is just like Three Amigos. It's the Three Amigos story. Uh, 
here comes this person who everybody thinks is awesome, who is not awesome, but through their trials and tribulations proves that they are actually pretty awesome in defeating <laughs> bad guys in a town. I love the Three Amigos. This movie was great. Three Amigos is awesome. <laughs> Rango's oh, balls. <laughs> it's and it's what, not kitty finding it, Jeff. It's not kitty. There's yeah, like gamey just, stuff. Uh, whatever. Reason, I don't know. Slowly. I just my my thing is like there's there's so much. Um, uh, director Gore Verbinski was nominated it. for an Academy it. Award. That's I'm all it says. It. Best director for animated whatever. feature. So just a nomination, Paul. So no worries. Fine. It's Someone just it's not it. good. It's Someone not good. It's too. <sighs> just doesn't Didn't tell me Tintin who won, win? Or Tintin, Tintin had a nod. It was... T- <clears throat> yeah, but it didn't. I remember watching and going, wow, Tintin didn't make it? There was all this surreal stuff going on <clears throat> with Rango. And it's like, just sh- shut up and be a movie first. <laughs> Don't try and show me a drug trip through the eyes of an animated lizard. <laughs> Fuck it off. It was a little like Fear and Loathing. It is exactly yeah. like Fear. That's it. They, they used Dep- all... Depp has... has has reached his depth. But that was not as far his as fault. character creation. That's not his fault. No, I, like, I got to give him a little fault on this. Maybe, because yeah. Look maybe. at everything he does now. He and, did play it very Hunter S. Thompson meets, yeah, was, meets uh, Gex. 48-year-old um, actor Johnny Depp skipped Sunday's Academy Awards where his animated movie Rango picked up yeah. the Oscar for Best Animated Feature. There is no God up in the sky. So, That's there you go. bullshit. I think somebody liked it. Wow! Somebody Who? must Who? have the Academy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As I was trying to say earlier, this is a bunch of old men. <laughs> a bunch of old guys. Mine, all of his right. kids love that film, so that's all, that's all I can tell you. you Rango, have, you winner of 2011 it. Best Animated Feature. Yep. Terrible movie. <laughs> I love animation. I'm, I, I went out of my way to see it. I see almost every animated movie. It's terrible. It's terrible. Ladies and gentlemen, yet another. Example of how everything Paul hates, other people love, and everything Paul loves, other people hate. I so want, to, I so want Paul to be at an Oscar ceremony because I want that. And the Oscar goes to Rango. Boom! Paul, 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 stand up. Boom! Paul Mattingly is seat filler. He's a seat filler, and every single segment he stands up. This shit fucked no. into, and he storms up the aisle. <laughs> I want him up in some box seat with two old Muppets just, just railing. The fact that it even got a nomination makes no damn sense to me. There's no, well, there, well, there, no, there were no animated movies this year, though, I guess. There Tintin. were five nominees. But here's the thing about Tintin. Tintin. Tintin's a bunch of rotoscope hoo-ha gobbledygook. Well, uh, the, the technology is interesting and the story is, is interesting, but this is so much has come from that. It's hard to go backwards and appreciate what yeah. Tintin is because it it spawned so much. People feel like, oh, I've seen that already. We've seen all this stuff. You know, well, it's also we- because the, the the most people don't know Tintin, who that yeah. character is. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really. I mean, there was uh, I on Nickelodeon. Sensation. There was a short-lived uh, animated series on Nickelodeon for a while. Yeah. Also, because um, most people are ago. stupid enough to think Rango is the Oscar-winning <laughs> animated <laughs> film of the go. fucking year. Well, the Academy it. <laughs> the so. Academy... And Tintin had more drug trips. The At- Academy may dine upon my balls. Did they really have a, 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 a drug trip thing in Tintin, too? Oh, no, in Rango. Oh, okay. In Rango, was tons of times. That's how Rango <laughs> won. Tintin drug uh, trip. You gotta have, yeah. you gotta have that edge. 
Yeah, it was dumb, man. It's all about like water shortages and shit. And try to desert. be desert. It tries to be oh environmental, you know? but at the same time, it's like, st- but like, well, but like, water is, is he a well, gecko water, or a chameleon? Water is money, that. right? Water's money. And it's like, no, it's not. It can't be. It won't. Oh. <laughs> Just, Are you talking about like Rango here in the West? I'm talking where about water Rango. is like the most important about, resource. Or yeah, oh, okay. it's an important resource anywhere you go. But you don't win it anywhere out of the you slot go. Machine. It's an important resource, but it's just dumb. <laughs> God, it's a dumb there movie. You go. God, you can't damn it. fight that kind of arguing. Whatever. There was an argument in there. I, I missed it. <laughs> no, you know it's my opinion. But Jesus, crow, it was just rancid. You're entitled to your opinion. It's just always wrong. No, not with this one. Not with Rango. Wow. No, we're going to have a Rango Because half the time, he's all in love with it. He falls in love with inanimate objects, but then he's he's got... Who doesn't? Talks with lizards and shit. Man, it's dumb. And he is. He dressed up like Hunter S. Thompson. What the fuck? Hey, Paul. Gore Verbinski just texted a picture of himself holding his Academy Award. Yeah, great for him. (laughs) Uh, You know, but that's... he's, he's, He's... to he's getting your the argument. nod, <laughs> not invalidating. He knows what he's doing. He directed the the fucking Pirates three too, which is the worst yeah. goddamn movie. <laughs> so it makes perfect sense that I would so hate this fucking so movie. We're, we're really coming to the the, the I hate thing. Gore Verbinski. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go. I mean there clearly, clearly he does something to film that makes me want to shit. <laughs> Lots of fiber. <laughs> what was great? Gore Verbinski's uh, films, high in favorite, fiber. This this was my favorite review from uh, Ask a Ninja. He said, "You ever watch Ask a Ninja? Yeah, yeah. so yes. funny." He was like, "He was like, so Pirates of the Caribbean three, directed by Gore, Gore, Gore Verbinski." Here's my review. There should have been a lot more gore and a lot less Verbinski. <laughs> no action, all dialogue, all bullshit. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was great. That's pretty great. good. Yeah. Oh, by the uh, one other thing, I got a shout out on Monkey in the Cage podcast. Uh, they were talking about fantasy settings and they mentioned Conan. And since I uh, educated them on the p- correct pronunciation of Conan, they actually like mentioned my name. Yay, all right. They were uh, like, the, not uh, Conan, Conan. We did that for you, Commander K. Thank you, guys. Now, are you a <laughs> Howard <laughs> Scholar or just a Conan Scholar? Or uh, a little bit of Howard Scholar. Sumerian but Scholar? Mostly Conan, but yeah, I know, I know Howard's other stuff, too. So there. Yay, Monkey in the Cage. Go listen to them, guys. Good job. Right. And before we go in there, uh, Barry's got a blog. Yeah. In case you're interested. Yes. Yeah. I just found out about it. Barry's got a blog. <laughs> yeah, everybody run. Geek in Texas, is that the name of it? A yeah. Geek in Texas, okay. one word, no spaces.com. He was All complaining right. uh, the, the today's uh, post was about his uh, no, his the hood of his stove yeah, does not hood. exhaust smoke out of the house. It just filters it. It's one of those stupid filter hoods. Yeah, yeah. I had an apartment yeah. like that too, sure. where it, it just goes up. It's supposed to run through the filter and then it blows it right back out in the room. Yep. Um, yeah. Typically, in, in well, right in my the smoke apartment, detector, right yeah. into my freaking face. Yes. No. No. While you're no. Cooking. They're stupid. They're, they're, they don't work. They're, that's an incredibly stupid concept. It's yep. called the Rango <laughs> oven fan. <laughs> So, but yeah, he's Rango of exhaust hood. He was talking about uh, <laughs> fire alarms going off. In How the did house Rango and the house win the going... fucking Academy Award? <laughs> All right, seriously, I'm responsible for this. I feel so happy. <laughs> How the fuck? How 
did this happen? <laughs> it really won the Academy Award? For Best Animated Feature. Oh, <laughs> did you still have faith in that system? I, I mean, no, 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 no. But? No. But, okay. <laughs> all right. right. They're just, it's okay. just sad. All right. It's just sad. It's just one more notch on the <laughs> fuck everything or belt. Fuck everything. Wow. Okay. You have a belt for that? Yeah, I do. <laughs> it's big. <laughs> and full of metal. Big metal belt. The fuck everything. And so riddled with notches. <laughs> it's barely a belt. It's like a piece of Swiss cheese. Alrighty then. News you don't give a shit about. Never Rango won an Oscar. <laughs> there it is. God damn. Oh. Uh, the Great Gobbler of Pellets and Ghosts. No, oh, he's back. <laughs> yeah, The Great Gobbler. This I do give a shit about. Do you? I've already tried to buy this. They don't have it out yet. The Great Gobbler of Pellets and Ghosts will return to the small screen. Oh, no, this I don't give a fuck about. In 2013, oh. in the 3D, Pac-Man The Adventure Begins on horrible. Disney XD. Horrible. The Avi Arad produced series will focus on a high school-aged Pac-Man and his group of pals. This marks the industry's icon's second television outing after his stint as an 80s animated TV series. Quote, I am very excited about producing Pac-Man The Adventure Begins, a 3D animated series with Rick Unger. Pac-Man is one of the world's greatest icons, Avi gushed. He is funny and adventurous. <laughs> yep. And that's what I, I think comedy as soon as I think Pac-Man. Laugh a minute with that guy. Waka, 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 waka. <laughs> and will bring his tone and abilities to this beautifully executed animated series. Disney just filed suit on you for that, Paul. You know what? The, the waka, only waka, way waka, this waka. show could be funnier is if he deals with AIDS and abortion every episode. <laughs> what a piece of shit. Have you seen this thing? It's a piece yeah, of shit. It's that, that bad 3D it, animation. Yes, it, looks, it looks like Reboot. And yeah. Reboot was made a decade ago. <laughs> more than that. More, more than yeah, that. More and than it that, looks yeah. like Reboot. It yeah. looks... Terrible, and you're not working with multi polygonic critters here. You've got a Uh, ball, a spear, and a dome. A spear that gets chased by domes, and you can't even render that right. And it all garbage, garbage. I'm trying to buy the classic series. Just came out. Hanna Barbera's old Ah. '80s cartoon of uh, Pac-Man just got released on DVD. Did you try Amazon? Uh, it's there, yeah. I but I again, I try to do the brick and mortar thing, so I go to Zia. So, you got so, the thing. Oh, it comes out on the twentieth. Balls! It's already been out for a week. Oh well. <laughs> well, so so you're gonna spend a week looking for it when you could have had it in three days. I'm not gonna keep looking Amazon. for it. I'm gonna wait till it shows up in a store, or I'll eventually buy it on Amazon, one way or the other. If I see it okay. in the store, I'll buy it. Good on you and your brick and mortar principle. Yeah, I try. Very much, very much. Enjoy I the hunt, mighty warrior. Good man. They're gonna go. Fa- it's gonna go soon. It's gonna be quicker than you think. We got 10 years of these stores. I'm just taking advantage of it. I, it's the only outing I do anymore. Why else leave the fucking house? It's getting gross. I can't the argue house. with that. You know what I mean? <laughs> By the way, Torgo, yeah. let's make a note of this. So a yeah. year from now, when uh, Pac-Man wins uh, an Emmy, <laughs> we can tell Paul that he enough. can go volcanic. Balls! <laughs> How the fuck does Pac-Man no, win it, an Emmy? It will not. God win. damn that, it. It will not win an Emmy. You know why? It's, it's pretty true. Because Hollywood hates video games. Because video games are better and more than Hollywood and make more money than Hollywood. Yeah. That's, they do. Fine point. So they will not honor any video game-based materials. We have yet to see 
any film. You give me one film that is even tangentially connected to video games. That's good. That's that's decent. <laughs> Aside from, I guess, Tron got some nods for visual effects, I think. Sure. Aside from that. Well, the problem is, can you... There was a Rango video, video game made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, well, that's a good point because uh, really Tron, the video game, followed the movie or was from the movie rather than the movie was based on a video game right, right. per se. So I, I would say that that even validates Paul's argument more. But I can't well, think of really them, yeah, a that's them using video, the system. what video game movie out there is worthy of a one award. The Last Starfighter? I've seen it. Every, yeah. Oh my God! Why have you not seen this <laughs> movie? Happening? We've been on this path before. What's happening? Oh, see, now, we see, got I, trouble, I, I, folks. I forget you <laughs> haven't seen it. Oh. I see it at Walmart for five dollars. The special del- deluxe twenty fifth anniversary. It. He owns it here. <laughs> you know, I don't think I do own that one. Oh, I'm sure it's here. It's got to be here. Well, I don't think it's a Starfighter. I've seen it on Blu-ray. For I have no bucks. idea where it would be, edition. but it's yeah. got to be here. It's alphabetized. Not that hard to figure out. Let's go find it. Let's go find. Let's go on a treasure hunt. S is a right over my left oh, shoulder. Holy crap. Kirsten, take a peek. What? Yeah, me? good luck getting back there, <laughs> oh, sir. Oh, God. Uh, I, I, what I, the hell? I, I'm going to advise No, I see T's. I see. Well, I the I last A. Wait a minute. What the and I was fuck? Like, is it last? Is, is it under last L? It's like, now we die. It's like, it would be in the L's. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Over Jeff's right shoulder. We die. We died. One of the best things ever. All right, yes. cue mysterious music as I go into the far realm. The... He's going to come back like, <laughs> I have seen the darkness of the and, abyss, and, and, and I have grown wiser L, for it. L, L, L. Lightning bug, somewhere. life of David Gale, lethal weapon, I, uh, legend. <laughs> uh, wh- you got huh? the legend you passed Legally last. blonde. Damn right. Legally blonde. Uh, yes. <laughs> Life of David Gale is the yeah. one that's leaving me gasping. There are some movies he Wait bought a, that I'm just like, oh, you shit. what? Oh, did that, that move down to the other one? I think it moved to the other uh, one. Well, where, good, good luck with that. Where do I? That's down here? That's way down there by the oh. uh, the rock band guitars. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to advise you against that venture there. Lady While you're doing White that, could you feed the gizmo? Labyrinth but do it quick because it's almost midnight. Last. Last. King uh, of Scotland, which was pretty that's good. That's a good movie. Uh, Last Temptation of Christ. Damn right. Last Samurai. <laughs> Last Unicorn. <laughs> Nathan Lane. Neil Simon's Laughter on the 23rd Floor. <laughs> that's right. Neil Layer Simon. Cake. Recognize. Okay. I think it's official. He doesn't have it. Okay. Thank you very All right. Much. Well, uh, so, yeah. Oh, so close with Last nice. Unicorn. I really thought we were going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> really uh, thought we had something. <laughs> That was exciting. Uh, (laughs) And that's it for the shit news. Let's do Weekend Geek. (laughs) Digging through dust with Commander (laughs) K. Yeah, you're lucky. I love how we only had one shit news story there. It's true, man. There wasn't a whole lot. Well, I just want to throw out there Assassin's Creed 3. Oh, my God. That trailer looks so good. You've got to see the trailer. I know, I do. It's like Paul Revere's last ride with, like, blades and... Oh. Enzo Auditori is I'm, I'm so slide. excited about the prospect. If you're not, not familiar, it's officially set just after the American Revolution, I believe. It's I think it's before. Seven, seven before. Okay. Uh, they were talking somewhere, about the Mo- somewhere in and around. Well, it's it's the, like it's last the thir- Mohican time. It's the thirteen so, colonies because like, the, the, the the flag has the thirteen star yeah, circle on yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's yeah. That's, right, that's that time. During the trailer, he like 
comes up on a battle, and it looks like Washington's there with the flag waving behind him. So it's giving this amazing time. speech. So it's revolutionary yeah, it's revolutionary time. Fun, fun, fun. I'm I'm excited. I'm so happy about. And that he wears idea. a tricorn hat with a wig. And are we supposed to see it this year? Thirteen, twenty thirteen, uh, no. October. So October, October, he looks yeah. more like he right around my like birthday, David guys. Right around my birthday. He really Just, does look uh, like last oh, Mohican. But you know, okay. yeah, he's got like. Uh, his uh, his he's got like a bow and arrow on his back with a All bunch right. of frill arrow, on tomahawk. It. Yeah, it's all got, uh, what is that? What's that called? Um, Whatever may occur, he will find you. Moleskin frills. Yeah, yeah. Is it, but fringe. it's all white. Fringe. Fringe. Everything's yeah. got fringe. fringe on it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So he's a hippie. Totally. He, <laughs> he looks totally like a hippie. Yeah. I'm kind of curious. Beach I'm holding answer, my friend. Because like in the wind. So many of the heading down to Eden. Yay, brother. Let's get musical. Something about cities. Gonna Let's eat all musical. the fruit and musical. drink all the wine. Never have to work. Never have to beg. No, wait. I'm getting confused now. Now, yeah. now, 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 now I'm thinking of Spock's song. Bitter dregs. Bitter dregs. Bitter dregs. The Ballad of Bilbo Baggins. Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins. Frodo of the Nine Fingers and, and the, the Ring of Doom. <clears throat> so please, Michael, your pants. <laughs> oh, well, like, how many, like, maybe Charlotte might be involved, but I just, I just don't see that the, the, the spiders? U.S. No, Charlotte, Charlotte, the city in Carolina. That's oh, okay. some pig. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Assassin's Creed. Assassin's some Creed. Some patriot. Charlotte's web edition. <laughs> web edition yeah. some patriot. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, yeah, at some God. point, isn't there a, a, um, a cut scene where Mel Gibson shows up and he's, like, blaming the revolution on the Jews? Yeah. Yeah. And he's, yeah, he's, playing, he's playing Templeton seriously. <laughs> <laughs> It's all a money game. <laughs> we should still be loyal to the crown. This is garbage. <laughs> you big nose bastards are dragging us into a war. <laughs> oh my god! It's funny how his Mel Gibson sounds almost exactly like <laughs> Templeton. Oh, Templeton the rat. The Jewish okay. people overboard, overboard, overboard. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Aren't you never ever pays the retail price? It's not nice once or twice. They'll get it out of you. Oh wow! Each time that they make a sale, they'll knock it down on the ground all around. Less money you'll get from a Jew. Oh, God. oh boy! Oh, this oh. show just came completely off the rails. <laughs> Now, by the way, everybody, take a drink. Yeah, really. <laughs> take a drink and please take realize we are making one. fun of Mel Gibson's anti-Semitic rants. Yes, yes, that that's have occurred what it is. in yes. the past. Yes, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and if if you don't get it, then I don't care if you're listening to this or not. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I'm just curious that if they're not going to focus on a city, are they going to focus on the whole uh, colonial area? It could and be like how is that ones. gameplay going to exist? And, and let's well, let's not forget that you know in the cities, buildings were three stories tall there too. So yeah, I mean they were not monster cathedrals, but and isn't what well, uh, Assassin's Creed is a hoppy, right? So he's just going to hop from colony to colony, fighting the British, assassinating. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Are they going to maybe they'll change it up a little bit? Maybe there'll be a different kind of. Do you gameplay. think maybe it'll be a little Betsy more like uncharted? 
<laughs> Lead story on the Is there going to be a fuck Betsy Ross minigame in this? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> I would love that shit. <laughs> be very similar to the stuffing the bombs minigame of the last <laughs> one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what you call it. <laughs> stuffing the bombs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, excuse me, lady. I saw you working on that flag. <laughs> I'd like to add some white stripes to that shit. <laughs> a goo, a goo, a goo. Yo, Enzio, what no. were you doing? Stuffing some bombs? I was fucking Bessie Ross. What do you know? My name is Enzio. <laughs> Will you just please continue with the stories? I don't know how much more of this I can take. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> oh, here we go. He fucks Betsy Ross. He has to go crack the Liberty Bell. What other bullshit can he get into? Oh, he has to be part of the tea party. I bet he will be part of the tea party shit. I he's bet dressed up with the old uh, Indian look. Yeah, that'll factor in. I bet you there'll be a tea party kind of thing going Probably. on there. Uh, what else? Uh, he has to uh, join some Indians, discover electricity, discover electricity. <laughs> Ride the world's first roller coaster. Cross the uh, Hudson. Yeah. Invent the hot dog. Cross the Hudson. What else? Invent peanut butter. Invent peanut butter. Yes. He hangs out with all the great <laughs> black inventors of the revolutionary times. Take another drink, folks. <laughs> he, has to, he has to do a Frederick Douglass escort mission. Whoa. Wait a minute. Whoops. Wrong era. Has to get Austria a little oh, bit we later. Oh, that <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. By that butter. time, he's like 300 years old. <laughs> <laughs> He'll learn his history for Assassin's Creed 4. Right. I know. I'm doomed. It makes the Louisiana purchase. I, I'm doomed to repeat history. <laughs> it just made me think of, what was that What was that show? Uh, Jack of Trades? Wienerville? Uh, with uh, Bruce you're thinking Campbell. of Wienerville. Yeah, Bruce yeah. Campbell. You're thinking of that show on Nickelodeon. No, 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 no. It was this guy. His name was Mark Wiener. He's a comedian. His whole gag was he'd stick his head through a little cardboard cutout thing and had tiny little puppet bodies. Wienerville. Yeah, that's what I was. That's thinking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it came on right after Dick. You guys have any Tylenol? No, any, dude, uh... seriously, you don't remember Wienerville? Yeah, I remember Wienerville. I also know that that's not what Mike was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. <laughs> I love that Kirsten said I remember Wienerville because that's the title of his solo album. <laughs> I remember Wienerville. So Paul took it away. <laughs> Paul ruined it for me. It's bluegrass. It's definitely bluegrass. Because I moved in and it became Cocktown. <laughs> One sure big Cocktown. <laughs> it's true. Population, Urban expansion. Population that was One Big Cocktown. That was very Kenny Powers of you there. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he goes. There he goes. It's my chance to get in. All right. <laughs> go, get go, in go, Cocktown. <laughs> Uh, the perils and pitfalls of social networking are nothing new, and with more people putting more of themselves out there online, it's become more unfortunately necessary to prune one's online public persona. However, some employers and colleges are taking the unprecedented step of demanding private access to users' social networking profiles. In some cases, this could mean being forced to friend a superior, or even ordered to surrender your password. 
According to Bob Sullivan at MSNBC, some employers are doing more than simply looking over the information applicants have publicly made available. Currently, the Maryland Department of Corrections asked that job applicants mm-hmm. submit a to a Facebook review. During this process, applicants must log into their Facebook accounts and click through their pages while an interview watches over their shoulder. If this sounds intrusive, just a year ago, applicants had to surrender their username and passwords to the interviewers. The practice would likely have continued if employees hadn't complained to the ACLU. Sullivan says that colleges are getting into the act as well, requiring that members of a school's sports team friend a coach or a designated monitor. Once friended, students are further required to grant their social media minder friends-only access, allowing them to see most of their Facebook activity. And this isn't being done in secret either. The University of North Carolina reportedly went so far as to codify the policy in the student handbook. From Sullivan's report, quote, Each team must identify at least one coach or administrator who is responsible for having access to and regularly monitoring the content of team team members' social networking (laughs) sites and postings, it reads. The athletics department also reserves the right to have other staff members monitor athletes' posts. Ostensibly, these in-depth checks are designed to ferret out activity that is embarrassing or illegal. In the case of corrections officers, one main concern is gang affiliations. Uh, Meanwhile, colleges are concerned about scandals and potentially embarrassing behavior on the part of their students. However, all of these policies are built on the same backwards mindset that Facebook itself holds. If people don't do anything wrong, they have nothing to hide. There are currently few protections for everyday folks from being pressured into releasing this kind of personal information. In response to the Department of Correction reviews, Maryland is reportedly working on legislation to prevent this kind of behavior. Unfortunately, everyone else will have to fend for themselves. The things people do to get a job. Yep. I understand you need to be responsible about what you put out online, but I'm not going to friend you. Yeah. Just so you can monitor me. If you can see my stuff, then yeah, okay, you can see it. But if you can't see it because I prohibit you from seeing stuff that Mm -hmm. might be harmful, that means I'm prohibiting other people from seeing it because it might be harmful. And that means I'm responsible. If I'm not responsible, okay. I don't prohibit anything on my Facebook. It's totally open to anyone to look at because that's kind of how I live. It's like it's out there. Uh, I'm pretty upfront with pretty much everything. Seriously, Um, guys, his pants have been off for like 20 minutes. Wienerville. (laughs) Yeah, not not Cocktown. The truth revealed. It's Cocktail Wienerville. It's cold. This city is beyond the Arctic Circle. In fact, you might think we were in Vienna. Um, (laughs) So... (laughs) As long as it isn't Turtleston. Oh. <laughs> uh, 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 or Virginia. Um, <laughs> I have lady parts. No. Um, what, uh, what, what uh, the thing, it's going to get to the point where Facebook is, is, you know, becoming pretty widely accepted. It's fun and it's effective right now. It's pretty effective as a social networking tool. Yes. Mm. You can really get in touch with a lot of people, get a lot of shit done. I use it to promote shows, to promote classes, <laughs> all kinds of good stuff. Although I hate Timeline. Hey, I do too. I don't, I'm not on Timeline. But yeah. what's going to happen very soon is people are going to be like, it's not worth the hassle. They're, it's going gonna, it's gonna to flip that thing. And when it does, people are going to drop like flies and be like, well, I'll find another social network. It'll come up along someday. And it sucks, but that's what's going on. I'm ready to cut ties with that at any time. Like, I love having all my photos up there and all that info. It's really cool. But I could see myself just saying, oh, goodbye, click, button, gone. 
if it comes to that. When it becomes I mean? too difficult and something simpler comes along. Yeah, which think, is going know. to happen if they sure. keep doing this kind of shit. If yeah. they keep letting companies manipulate and use their information in unsavory ways. Like they haven't been doing that for decades. Have you ever read an employment agreement? Like when you're signing all your paperwork, you have no rights as an employee. Oh, yeah. Period. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Every yeah, it's single right that you have as an American citizen, you sign away when you sign your paperwork. <clears throat> yeah, it's gross. When you're starting a job. I know. I mean, you can't even sue anymore because you're bound to binding arbitration with a company that they select. That's why I ran away. Well, there you go. There you go. Ran away from maybe, jobs. Maybe you're the smart one. I am. <laughs> <laughs> There's no maybe to it. Wienerville. <laughs> Warner Brothers is preparing to unleash a $500 box set of the Harry Potter movies. I got a $500 box for them. <laughs> called the Harry Potter Wizards Collection. It includes 31 discs, including 13 discs of special features and a host of other stuff. No firm release date, but that doesn't mean you can't pre-order it on Amazon right now. Uh, here's what's inside. According to Amazon, the 31 discs, inclusive of all content ever previously released, in addition to over five hours of never-before-seen special features, in a limited and numbered edition. 18 movie discs, 13 special feature discs. Also includes multiply, uh, specially uh, produced collectible memorabilia items like concept art, a map of Hogwarts, and according the incredible much more. The set is uh, reported to be available in 2012. The box does look pretty impressive, like a set of... Uh, Magical drawers, basically. I got some magical drawers. <laughs> you do. Uh, the box set uses the dubious ultraviolet system. While this gives uh, yeah, users access Boo. to online streaming version of the movie, it's a far cry from a digital copy that Boo. users actually own. Boo. That's garbage. Yeah, if you got problems with uh, huge media companies micromanaging you, this is a deal breaker. Ooh. I hope uh, I hope that fails. So yes, five hundred dollars, although available currently three hundred fifty for pre-order. Unfortunately, it might be the only option for a while, as Slash Film points out <laughs> that Warner Brothers has been working to limit the availability of the DVDs for some time now. Yeah, they're trying to make it all what do you call it, Disneyfy it and everything, and yeah, I'm going so back recall, in the vault. I've got all those things already, so I'm good. So I recall Warner Brothers is a heavy investor in Ultraviolet, so I don't, I don't it doesn't surprise me that they're it's doing their, that. It's their thing, the isn't it? Digital copy. I don't know who owns it. I think Warner does. As I hope it dies. Since The Walking Dead has proved to be a monster hit, AMC wants to double down on sci-fi with a claustrophobic new horror series dubbed 99 Stories. The premise, But a bitch ain't one. <laughs> Some tells me a bitch will be a few. <clears throat> the premise will follow a group of strangers stuck in a 99-story skyscraper, with the building itself deciding who lives and who dies. The show comes from James Middleton, who created Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicles, and David well, Seltzer, that's the a Omen. good recipe for what the fuck is wrong with people? And Stephen why, Banks. Why does that guy get the green light for a new series? Ugh. That was actually a decent series. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch it? Yes. Really? Yes. Because <laughs> every other thing that I say that was a good thing, you say, no, I never watched it. I saw it. <laughs> All the way through. Yeah. You know, I only saw the first season. I saw enough. But I liked the first season. Oh, okay. Yeah, you saw enough. You watched probably one episode, didn't you? I saw plenty of that show. Bullshit. I'm calling bullshit on you because I know how you are. There's this one. I watched an episode. I saw one where they were stuck in a bank vault, and I was like, "Fuck this!" (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Yeah, you're talking about terrible. You don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I do. I do. Garbage. 
Each story presents a different kind of challenge for the group. Seltzer told the Hollywood Reporter, the elevators are in control of destiny, whittling them out by deciding who de- it deserves who it deems this is deserves dumb. to I, you know what? So it's horror I, survival. Horror survival in a building. And, and the building is sand. The, the, okay. It's called move. It could be good. Move. I think it has potential. I do. Why would you ever go back to your house if you knew it was haunted? And That's just it. Well, it's, they're white. Well, white the elevators. Didn't you hear Eddie Murphy? You're right. First of all, been. it's it's a skyscraper, not a house. So it, I don't think it's apartment buildings. What is it? I don't know. I'm telling you what I know. It's so it's like a self-contained mall kind of thing where they just live there the whole time, never Could go be anywhere. An office building. I don't know. I haven't watched the show. I no would one has. I would. <laughs> no one it. will. They're they're all like uh, temps for hire, and they're there for this job. They've called mysteriously. They there end up go. there, and then who knows what happens? Gotcha. Who's 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 doing this? AMC. I'm available. AMC. I'll be your idea, man. I got 99 stories, but a bitch ain't one. <laughs> the elevator's <laughs> destinies. I feel bad for you, son. The stairwells are fate. The ashtrays are poop. <laughs> wow. You, you, you can tell the point where Paul pretty much gave up on this one. <laughs> I discovered midway through, it's harder to come up on the fly with an analogy. Skyscraper. Wait, okay. The carpets are memories. And the sprinkler system is tears. <laughs> That's oddly poetic. Oh, it is. There, you go. there is a bit of lyricism there. Well, if you've played uh, games like Fallout 3 or Oblivion, where you can traverse a huge pre-designed world, and you've played Minecraft, where you can traverse an infinite number of procedurally generated ones, Outera is a 3D rendering engine with the capability of creating truly massive worlds in complete form. By complete form, I mean you aren't going to be running into insurmountable waist-high fences. Instead of arbitrarily constraining a game world or letting it sprawl outwards until it reaches its technical limits... Altera creates entire planets using a combination of procedural algorithms and real data. For instance, by using real-life elevation data and procedural algorithms, Altera can create a complete in-engine replica of Earth. Altera has been around for a few years, but only now is seeing its first release in form of a tech demo that doubles as an alpha release of the upcoming game, Anti-World. As you might expect, the tech demo doesn't have that many features, but it does allow players to explore the entire world, either as a flying camera or driving around in an 18-wheeler. As a... Oh! Awesome! Similar to... Because uh, we all know 18-wheelers can explore the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> similar to the Minecraft as well. What the fuck is that? <laughs> players can pick up the Antiworld beta for $15, which will give them immediate access to all Antiworld's upcoming builds. Well, this looked pretty cool until I got dollar. to Alaska. It's oh, well. <laughs> basically if you buy it, you're buying a tech demo, but I can see the Elder Scrolls people getting a hold of this in the future. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. Essentially just creating or some other group to but, fight it to create a monster. But isn't it energy. just you're going in a circle? It's just uh, it's a real Earth, big yeah. circle. Yeah, really big. So what what Ooh. Way to go, tech whizzes. No, they haven't been able hey, to do Paul, that Paul, not before. all of us get to fly to China, all right? That's true. <laughs> because that's why they always had that damn wall, because of technical limits, and this knocks out that limit. That's smart. Well, I mean, it'll be, it'll be cool. I, get, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just warning you of some potential. It's no Sarah Connor Chronicles. That's true. <laughs> yeah, walking around in a circle Talk about inside going that in bank circles. vault. Oh, man. <laughs> Worst. Just hanging out like, ugh. 
Oh. Well, metal's showing through your back again, all sexy like. Mm, better patch that up. Pfft, the end. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that show. Come with me if you want to withdraw. Yeah. Exactly. So the show wasn't long enough for you to finish. That's what you're saying. Basically, you get me enough of a cock tease where I get flaccid halfway through. No. No, no, no. I just didn't I didn't care for the show. But I don't like most things. <laughs> you think? <laughs> <laughs> Rango. <laughs> we have enough evidence to prove this. Fucking Rango. In this episode alone. Goddamn Rango. I can't believe that shit. I really can't believe it. That's great. I blows my fucking mind. I was like, this is throwaway garbage. Oh. Invented by Leif Kellenberger and apparently not an elaborate hoax, there is a sport that uses a large artificial turf field. A two- oh, what? Artificial turf field. Artificial turf field. <laughs> you know, oh, why, why, why go artificial when you can uh, get the no, real thing? No, yeah, really, just get Paul the call. Poops. Make it out of a bunch of fake dog poops, little swirls. <laughs> like little rubber ones? Yeah. A giant field of nothing but little rubber fake And all turds. these athletes running across are going, ow, ooh, ow, yeah, ow, ooh, ow, Yeah, they fall and hurt yeah. themselves. You drop your funny so- dog poop. That's some pretty soft poo. <laughs> it had to be really soft yeah. for them to be safe. It uses a large artificial turf field, a two-foot diameter ball. Was that turd field? Yes, I said turd field that time. (laughs) (laughs) A two-foot diameter ball. What's that, Kim Fields? What's that about? (laughs) Kim Fields. Kim Fields. What? From Facts of Life. No kidding. So it's a whole, uh, just one big old sheet of Kim Fields? Yep. Gives up her dream so the next person in the audition line can go for theirs. Yes, Kim Fields. (laughs) And And they trip on her roller skates and boobs. (laughs) <laughs> wow did Kim Fields have booze I don't remember yes yeah she <coughs> wait a minute I'm not participating yes, in this yes you are because <laughs> you know exactly what happened she had the same thing as poor Soleil Moon Fry her boobs got too big and had to be augmented down oh okay a down it's augmentation called a reduction not an augmentation <laughs> god damn it Paul they're you augmented fuck. down I just want I just, it's called a reduction it's like, it's Let's like what, get what it he basically right. just said was like, they're increased down. Yeah. <laughs> the word augment does not mean increase. It's just funny because... Does the word augment mean increase? As the show goes on, Jeff adopts more and more of a posture of an old decrepit man. <laughs> yeah. He was, just, he was just bent over. <laughs> Elbows on the knees. To augment <laughs> means to Fingers change. I guess it pulling can mean to add hair. to. It can mean to add to. What else does it just augment is to change? Is it just change or is it to add to? Oh, oh, quick! Here we go. I guess to the internet. might be right. Augmenting might in the meantime mean you have to add something. Okay, go ahead. Continue the story. Tell me about the Kim Fields. Just don't repeat the triggering phrase. I have to. Oh yeah. There is a sport that uses a large artificial turf field, a two-foot diameter ball. Yeah. And seven teammates armed with stun guns. Oh, no. Oh, yes, I've seen this. Originally, it's ridiculous. Originally called Ultimate Taser Ball, the sport has changed its name to Ultimate Tack Ball. The game is sort of a anything goes rugby, where players are encouraged to tackle. <laughs> anything goes rugby. <laughs> <laughs> like, rugby isn't anything goes already. There, there are Rugs some rules that hardcore enough. It's been augmented? <laughs> yes. <laughs> augmented rugby? <laughs> rugby wasn't hardcore enough. They gave all the players... Tasers. Awesome. Uh, I saw some crazy video of a Japanese sport 
where the 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 team holds one team holds a guy way up in the air on the top of a pole, and the other team tries to knock him down. What else? And they just fight each other. <laughs> I love this. Show. Yeah. Like, Chicken where people ends up yeah. paralyzed. Yeah. It was crazy. People ripping each other's uniforms and shit. I can't remember what it's called now. I bet it's easy to look up. Yeah. No, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, it's one of those videos that you're like, you're watching, you're like, what the fuck is happening? Uh, Japanese game shows are the best. <clears throat> uh, let's, uh, it's anything goes rugby where players are encouraged to tackle but not actually punch or kick their opponents to keep the ball from reaching the goal. The addition of stun guns is not without limitations either. The shockers can only be used in so-called shock zone, and only players in possession of Which the ball. Which is between the groin and neck area. <laughs> That's the shock zone. Welcome to the shock zone. <coughs> Stick God. it in your wiener. And only players in possession of the ball can be shocked. Also, shocks to the groin and above the shoulders are not allowed. Oh, there goes Paul's game. <clears throat> On a practical note, the game is limited to lower power, 3 to 5 milliamp stun guns, which do not use projectile electrodes and are d- designed to only cause localized muscle spasms. Okay. With four competitive teams sprinkled around the U.S. and Canada and a major UTB event already underway in Thailand, the game will surprise, almost really grab surprise. some attention. The impoverished, horrible nation... Fighting so, with pain sticks. So, guys, we're putting together an ugly couch team? Yeah? You can. Hell no. We'll I think we'll Paul needs on. to be our goaltender. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Goaltenderizer. Are, are you ready for the augment definition? Definition Paul? of augment. Here we go. The aug- definition of Ladies augment. Ladies and gentlemen, the augment definition. Make greater by adding to it. Increase. <laughs> Example. He augmented his income by painting houses. I learned something today. All right. So wow. it is always increased. Paul has been to. schooled. Uh, I learned. All right. So her tits were certainly not augmented. <laughs> they were reduced. It's called a reduction. <laughs> <laughs> like the sauce. <laughs> yes. Like the sauce. Like the sauce. <laughs> Uh, uh, Torgo, Which is you, a reduction to. Are you going to yes. put a Kim Fields tag on this uh, episode? I'm, I'm going to have to. <laughs> He's got to thinking about it. Rudy Tooty, fresh and fruity. Oh, boy. And redutied. Girls, girls, <laughs> girls. Sure, widespread electronic voting would make the process of tallying and processing ballots exponentially easier, but can it ever really be secure? Nope. Maybe someday, but certainly not right now. As evidenced by a little experiment in Washington, D.C. that ended with everyone's favorite mm-hmm. robo-sociopath, Bender Bending Rodriguez, being elected as the head of the Washington, D.C. school board. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. Now, before I go any further, it's no- worth noting that there was hacking involved, uh, par- partially because <laughs> the Washington, D.C. election board was asking for it, literally. During the election in question, the election board actually invited all comers to try and break into the system as a test of its security. Wow. Among others, a team from University of Michigan took a crack at it and cracked the system wide open. In addition to asking for it literally, the uh, election board also was asking for it from a security standpoint. During the course of the hack, the team comprised of Professor Alex Heiderman and two graduate student sidekicks found themselves having to break into the voting system's terminal servers. Since the password and login were both admin... It proved to be quite easy. Bong, gong. 
They uh, also found that hijacking the voting system surveillance camera for their own purposes was equally trivial. By exploiting a number of equally egregious security flaws, the team was able to get inside the system, block it off from other hackers, control the ballots, modify them to include Skynet and Bender, and accomplish all this while remaining completely covert. As a victory dance of sorts, the team programmed the machines to play the University of Michigan fight song. Authorities <laughs> remained unaware of the successful hack until a tester who had just ruled the system secure suggested maybe she should lose the music because it's annoying. <laughs> wah, wah. The system's fine, but this uh, this music's just annoying. It's hilarious. Uh, it's getting on my nerves a little bit. Hilarious. Where's this Bender guy? I'd like to shake his hand. <clears throat> Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> you can kiss my shiny ass. Bite my shiny metal ass. <laughs> Thank you for the correction, Jeff. It was do. a reduction. And like a, the sauce. And an augmentation. <laughs> Mine was an augmentation. His was a reduction. <laughs> Score one for 80. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he perked up so much for that. (laughs) He got his posture back. A bakery in Beverly Hills, Sprinkles, has provided the world with a 24-hour cupcake ATM. Sprinkles calls it the world... (laughs) Unfortunately, it is someone someone actually shits a cupcake (laughs) into your mouth. It's a literal ATM. I got it! I got it! I got it! It's not funny when you have to explain it, Paul. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, it's not funny when you accidentally eat one! I you were gonna... <laughs> it's not funny when you eat one before you realize what it is! <laughs> I thought this icing was a little wrong! <laughs> hey, and, and, for the, and for the record... Some of my family is listening to this show probably for the first time. So, yes, that did need to be explained. Oh, God. Hi, family. I love you and bless you for sticking with me this way. Wow. I mean, that's the Cupcake ATM has been around on Vivid Video for years. Cupcakes ATM number eight the other day. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I gave her a baker's dozen. Oh. <laughs> Come on, get it out of your system. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That ATM gives a discount to GIs. Oh, man. Lower GIs. <laughs> you get one more. As Barry would say, you get one more and you're done. Better make it a good one. Sphincter. <laughs> really? That's it? That's it. That's it. <laughs> You 
gonna cut this whole section out, right? Glory! <laughs> this is glory! Oh, glory hole! <laughs> <laughs> Betty Cocker! <laughs> <laughs> I have, oh. I'll have you know we are going until all this news is done uh. <laughs> the ATM cupcake oh yuck <laughs> would you like that cupcake ATM I, I, no you know, no now, now, now that this has happened the rest of this story <laughs> It's going to take 15 minutes. Oh, no. <laughs> Sprinkles has provided the world with a 24-hour cupcake ATM. <laughs> 24 hours? How much did she eat? <laughs> this is a new laugh for him. He's, I don't think I've heard that before. Me elbow. <laughs> Range now. I yeah. think he's literally dying in front of us right here. Oh god! <laughs> I'm glad you're recording it. I want it as a ringtone. I want this as a ringtone. Smilex has infected his system, and he's going. Oh. He's in pain. Twenty-four hours. <laughs> Sprinkles calls it the world's first cupcake automat. The <laughs> cupcake ATM doesn't only <laughs> doesn't only what. The cupcake ATM. <laughs> you can just cut his mic, you know. That won't help. That carries. It doesn't only dispense cupcakes. <laughs> Unfortunately, there are some side effects. You may get additional toppings and do I should charge. <laughs> Versus cupcake mixes. <laughs> Cupcakes for dogs. <laughs> I would make my dog eat that. Actually, my dog it does eat. Yeah, that. really. Like a dog needs a, a machine for that. <laughs> dogs would be the lined up. And apparel. ATM clothing. <laughs> the cupcake yeah. ATM will be restocked day and night. <laughs> As Sprinkles said so themselves, so one must never, ever fear of going down to the cupcake ATM at 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Only to be confronted with a distinct lack of cupcakes. God damn it. Wow. Well, that last bit's important because Paul is a patron of the brick and mortar. It's yeah. true. <laughs> Stop um, looking on the internet for your cupcake. I'm yeah. sad. <laughs> There's now a location for you. <laughs> you don't have to get your cupcake ATM. From, That's the from, icing from, on the cake. From that hamster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god. <laughs> Todd, did you have any stories. idea? Did you have any idea? Did you know that that was going to be the one to get him? No. <laughs> 
because my brain didn't go there. <laughs> it takes it takes Paul. Yes, it takes Paul. Paul fixed that. <laughs> a cupcake ATM. Next thing you're gonna tell me there's a drive through Dirty Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland steamer delivery. Yeah. <laughs> and that story was four sentences long. <laughs> Due to the popularity of both quick texting without paying much attention and sites that capitalize on the resulting auto corrections that are ironically the opposite of corrections, everyone is fully aware of just how obnoxious autocorrect can be. Yes. Uh, normally, autocorrections simply result in some awkward scrambling to let the recipient know that you wanted corn with dinner, not porn. <laughs> this time, though, a text message with an unfortunate autocorrection was sent to a wrong number and ended up locking down a middle and high school in Georgia. A bit of bad spelling caused the situation as the text in question autocorrect gunna, as in going to, to gunman. The text was sent to a wrong number, which happened to be someone that was part of the local community and alerted officials. The text read, Gunman be at West Hall today. West Hall being one of the schools. And obviously, gonna be at West Hall today is a little less suspicious. The campuses were locked down after law enforcement became aware of the text. It helped that this text message incident happened three days after the recent shooting at uh, Chardon High School in Ohio, <clears throat> so officials were rightfully on edge. Sure. But now, autocorrect actually shut down a school now. Ugh. Wow. Wow. And the Monopoly mashup trend continues. An officially licensed Street Fighter version of Monopoly is set for release. Yep, they got my $40. Along with Bastards. the usual theme space that allows uh, players to further the evil landlord-style play of Monopoly, the famed pieces will be Street Fighter characters. Cool. There are a plethora of Street Fighter characters which to choose, so Capcom is leading it up to leaving it up to a fan vote. Head on over to their blog and take the poll. Decide which characters you'd like to see make it into the game as pieces. At the moment, choices have been whittled down to 12 combatants you can probably guess the vote would have been between. Ryu, Ken, Chun-Li, Guile, Blanca, E. Honda, Zangief, Dalsim, uh, Balrog, Vega, uh, Bob Saget, and M. Bison. <laughs> Bob, Bob Saget. Saget. <clears throat> and here at Geek Shock, we have a deep love of the McDonald's McRib. Yes. Mm. Uh, which is why I want to know when we can see Australia's McRibster. Which happens to be a deep-fried McRib covered in pepper jack cheese, bacon, red onions, lettuce, honey mustard sauce, and spicy sweet chili sauce. Dude, sign me up. <laughs> the McRibster will only be available in Australia. Bastards. For a limited time until March 27th. Classic McRib fanatics need not panic. McDonald's is not giving up on that sandwich. Wow. I that sounds want. like that would lead to an ATM cupcake. Why can't that be, <laughs> why can't that be a year-round sandwich? Uh, there, there were some stores in the past that ran it year round. Absolutely. But, What's the um, problem? Is it hard to it's, it's, it's not a problem. Is it a loss leader? It's a marketing thing. It's a loss yeah. leader. It, no. Everyone's excited because it's not always there. Hmm. So they, when it comes, like a monopoly. It's it's uh, yeah. It's an artificially stimulated uh, mark economic tool Got because on. what they do is they bring it back every like six months or so, and people buy the hell out of them, and it boosts temporarily those stores profits so you know if they had it year round it'd be just one more menu selection it's like the shamrock shake yeah indeed. which i love me some shamrock shake oh i gotta get me a shamrock shake you only got yeah. two days man 
This episode brought to you by no, McDonald's. You got five days. <laughs> and the Dude, forty percent of these human beings sitting here brought to you by McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. We are yeah. we are mostly McDonald's. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm a little no? more than forty percent now. You're it's, more than forty percent. Yeah. I'll see. That's up. I need to get back to the gym. There you go. I'm one hundred percent McDonald's. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> IGN reports that a new website for the classic RPG franchise Baldur's Gate has been launched in recent days. The website currently does not contain any relevant information, and no official statement has been made by BioWare or Atari on the matter. A spokesman for the licensed owner Atari has stated in 2008 that the franchise was to be revisited sometime after 2009, though no statements have been made on the matter since then. The Baldur's Gate franchise was originally started by BioWare in 1998, a sequel followed in 2000, and the series later saw console-focused installments released under the Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance label in 2001 and 2004. Bioware puts together good RPGs. That they do. I just can't get into them. No, that's not your thing. It takes me too long. That's true. You like, your, you like yours in snippets. I do. You do. I, I, I enjoy Skyrim. I don't know. And that's where that sentence ended? <laughs> that's, it. that's it. RPGs are just a hard pill for me to swallow. They do. They're, they're, they're monster time suckers. I don't have, no yeah, doubt. I don't have the time. I don't have the time. I feel I feel guilt. I feel too guilty. Because if I play a game, I want to be... I don't know. I get too nervous. I'm not doing it right. And then what? You have to start over and try again? Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm just, I feel like I'm wasting time. Like super wasting time. Like I'm wasting com- time. Do you get not only am I wasting time. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Totally. I, like, I have to see and collect everything. Therefore, it's not worth or all a good that time. chunk of it. Yeah, yeah. To do it well and do it right. So yeah. But it's getting the the problem is it's getting to the point where people like me who who don't have the time can spend the money and get what you need, and companies are seeing that and taking advantage of that, which is okay in a way to me. I'd rather spend a little more money and get a more. I don't know. I don't think any game should be over ten hours long to complete oh, I fully disagree with that, that statement yeah, yeah. But, especially, but especially I understand where short, you're coming but from but that's my own but that's my own personal philosophy I 10 think, hours is just too short but if you but if you squeeze if you squeeze every awesome set piece every really cool thing down into those 10 hours and just make it non-stop balls to the wall action kick-ass cool great I'm just not a fan of grinding and shit gotcha <clears throat> but I have to say Skyrim yeah. doesn't doesn't force really you to do that, that too much. No, yeah. that's why I mean that's why I enjoy yeah, I mean, Skyrim. I've, I've yeah. had fun with some twenty-hour games, and I consider that pretty short. I couldn't imagine playing a ten-hour game. Oh, I've, I've, a lot of first-person shooters are in the eight to ten, twelve-hour category. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Portal's only like, like three. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Portal Two is only like four. Yeah. And they're Portal great. That didn't seem like it was that short. That's yeah, pretty short. I'd say six hours max. Yeah, and that's you know, but that's but and there's so much going on. Yeah, it's very focused. You know, it's just yeah, I like that's what I like. Mm. A more focused game. Yeah, that's the improviser in me though. Everything has to be short, concise, to the point. Now, now, now. You've got two minutes. Get done. Get off stage. <laughs> Show me your best. Get the fuck out. <clears throat> well, Marvel's taking the. Uh... <clears throat> A guide from DC, from TV Guide. April Fool's Day will be no joke for fans of Marvel Comics' iconic superheroes. That Sunday morning, Disney XD launches a new block of animated programming titled Marvel (laughs) Universe, which features Spider-Man, the Avengers, and various heroes and villains who fill the pages of the publisher's vast comic book library. 
Kicking off the block at 11 a.m. is the new series Ultimate Spider-Man, which puts a new spin on the legendary hero. On April 1st, a second episode of The Ultimate Spider-Man will air at 11.30 a.m. That will be followed by the second season of Avengers, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. That is a great show. Throughout the block, the network will air a series of short-form programming that spotlights Marvel superheroes. Here are the official descriptions of five of the series. Fury Files, top-secret access to S.H.I.E.L.D. video dossiers on key Marvel heroes, including Iron Fist, Power Man, Nova, and White Tiger, and the villains they face are Mm, animated with a mix of traditional animation and motion comic art. I love Nova. Uh, Marvel Mashup, the Marvel Universe, is turned upside down with these hilarious and unexpected takes on iconic Marvel heroes and villains featuring classic animation edited with a comic twist. Animated reality stunts and special effects experts showcase the epic moves of favorite Marvel superheroes, including Captain America and Spider-Man. And what would it take? Get a glimpse into the science and modern technology required to create the hero's gadgets, abilities, and tech in real life, ranging from Iron Man's jet propulsion boots to Iron Fist's power-packed punch. And finally, Masterclass Marvel's chief creative officer, Joe Quesada, explains the artistic vision behind Marvel's greatest superheroes and show how artists bring them to life. That sounds cool. So basically, they're doing the DC block. Yeah. Well, they're doing the... But yeah. Marvel style. Well... Yeah, Excelsior. I, you know, because the DC, DC blocks on Cartoon Network, right? And this yeah. is on yeah. Disney XD. Yeah. Well, yeah. Disney owns Marvel. Yeah. Exactly. That kind of makes me sad, but I'm glad that they got some marketing push behind them. I hope it stays good and it doesn't dilute too much. We'll see. And it seems middling ratings and a pricey budget took that was all it took to kill Fox's time traveling dinosaur drama Terra Nova. The TV line is reporting that Fox has pulled the plug on the Steven Spielberg-led series after just one season, leaving fans hanging on a cliffhanger. The news is somewhat surprising, as the show's decent ratings have looked a bit better recently, as Fringe continues to struggle and J.J. Abrams' other series Alcatraz has seen its numbers crater after a strong debut. But Terra Nova fans, there is still hope. The studio is now shopping the fan-favorite show to other networks. The bad news, considering that it's heavy on effects and that most cable networks probably couldn't afford the sticker price. It's a long shot. Sci-fi, here you come. Oh, I don't know if you want to do the, <laughs> the, oh, the sci-fi budget. Dude, it wouldn't Terra last, Nova it wrestling. Last half a season on sci-fi. <laughs> Terra Nova versus Sharktopus. <laughs> It'll happen. It'll happen. <laughs> versus Tiffany. <laughs> ATM. ATM. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's a shark to puss, all right. <laughs> That's what I call mine. It was just a few weeks ago. <laughs> you Your see the, what? Want to see the shark to my, my what? That's the mis- That's the mystery, Kirsten. You just ask the lady if she wants to see a shark to puss and leave it at that. I'm seeing it as some billboard for some really bad tourist trap outside of Gatlinburg, Tennessee. You wish. <laughs> <laughs> you wish it stopped at the billboard. Yeah, it's like the mystery hole. <laughs> it was just a few weeks ago that the sci- that science fiction writer Norman Spinrad learned, what? Yeah, learned that his lost Star Trek, the original series script, He Walked Among Us, wasn't as lost as he first thought when a fan brought him a copy looking for an autograph. Now it seems Spinrad will get the film... Uh, the sorry to get to to film the aborted script just as he envisioned it, although 45 years later, the folks behind the fan-led semi-professional web series Star Trek Phase Two, which carries on where the original series left off, are working with Spinrad to bring the script to the small screen. 
Spinrad has endeared himself to Trek fans as author of the fan favorite episode, The Doomsday Machine, from the original series. Classic. The Lost Script, which was written in 1963 and soon edited to the point that Spinrad just asked for it to be axed, founds the crew of the Enterprise grappling with the leader of a civilization who has greatly abused the Prime Directive. Quote, I'd like to have William Shatner act in it, not as Kirk, but as Bane. And Shatner, being Shatner, I think I might just talk him into doing it since I did write The Doomsday Machine, and he could read the script, and it's just a sort of off-the-wall notion he might like, unquote. It's admittedly a long shot. Spinrad has put out a public call on Facebook for anyone who can put him in touch with Shatner. For those who may be unfamiliar with the Phase 2 folks, they really are legit. They've been named a TV Guide Online Video Award winner for Best Sci-Fi Web Series and have been nominated for Hugo and Nebula Awards in the past. Spinrad just recently published the script for He Walked Among Us via Amazon. Yeah, uh, it started as New Voyages, and now they changed it to Phase Two, which was originally supposed to be the new, or the name for the Star Trek TV series when they were bringing it back. Yeah, and then it became, you know, the motion script picture became the motion picture, etc. And but, they're uh, they're sanctioned by Paramount, yeah, right? It, so long as they well, don't turn yeah. a profit or do make money or just like generate revenue, they're kind of just like burn. <laughs> they're not necessarily endorsed by Paramount, but they're. They're allowed to continue, just like you said, because they're not. Is this? Did George Takai work with them? Yes. Oh, he did. a lot of, lot uh, of, lot of the original of, series. Yeah. You know, not necessarily prime actors, but, um, mm-hmm. but uh, well, I mean, actually, I'm t- I take that back. Takai did. Um, Koenig uh, was on. Koenig did. Um, Nichelle Nichols. Yeah, right. Has been in one. Um, some of the, like um, the other spin-off series. Gates McFadden. I don't know. I think Gates McFadden so. is in all their stuff. Um, I think she gets the coffee. But regardless, uh, they are actually very good at what they do. She runs the ATM. (laughs) Oh, Oh, you beat me to it, you fuck. Cut me right off. Fuck you. Anyway, phase two, they're very good at what they do. Uh, Some of the acting is not the greatest, but, you know, some of them aren't professional actors. Um, Some of them do it just because they love what they're doing. But their script, or excuse me, their set construction is spot on. Um, They have taken... Um, artistic renderings for what was supposed to be Phase Two and worked that into their um, into their production. So I mean, they're. Would you say some of them aren't professionals? Some, some of them aren't professional are not actors. Professional. So Gates McFadden is involved. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was wondering oh. where he was leading me. I just didn't. Ow! I love you, Gates McFadden. But Rango not is in the show. Really? What? Rango is in Phase Two. Damn it, Rango! <laughs> Curse you, Rango. I hope Rango gets an ATM cupcake. <laughs> right in the fucking face. There's your title for the episode. Rango gets an ATM cupcake. <laughs> Losing your laptop to theft is a bummer in any context, but what if it wasn't really yours? What if it was your work laptop and you worked for NASA and the stolen computer in question just happened to contain the encrypted codes necessary to operate the multi-billion dollar International Space Station. <clears throat> News of this particular laptop came earlier this week during testimony before a House Subcommittee on Science, Space, and Technology by NASA Inspector General Paul K. Martin. Martin said the laptop theft resulted in the loss of the algorithms used to control the ISS and noted it was one of the 48 thefts of NASA mobile devices reported between April 12, April 20... Uh, 48 and April 2011. Hold on to your shit, guys. Do these do do NASA people not have pockets? Laptops are pretty big. 
What the what? Well, get a big pocket. <laughs> they didn't just. It's not just laptops. Said mobile devices. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. What yeah. the fuck, NASA? No wonder you're closing. That's why it <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, that's why they're closing. That's why they're closing. It's 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 it's, it's their willy nilly devil may care attitude toward mobile technology <laughs> and their thousand dollar yes. hammers. Fuck them. Oh. Uh, it's the military that has the thousand dollar hammer. Oh, involved. oh, oh! Like NASA's not part of the military. No, they're not. They're a civilian agency. <laughs> not true. That's a rumor. Yeah, military gets the cupcake ATMs. <laughs> NASA no, doesn't I mean, get those. You know, NASA's had its hand in some military projects. Well, they've they've uh, yeah, Star so Wars. Anybody? Yeah, they, Did you see Star Wars? Satellites okay. have to get up somehow. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. And those satellites... The military uses contain. NASA resources occasionally. Yes. But NASA is a separate agency. Yes. Well, not not, not anymore. No, now yes, it's been it folded is. into the Army. Secretly. No, <laughs> if that were true, we would have a new fancy spacecraft right now flying. Dude, you don't think we orbit. do? You just can't see that shit. That's cloak, how fast it goes. technology. Yep. Yep. Wait till they unveil the new one at December 21st, 2012. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to call. It's the earthquake creator. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's the weather dominator. The weather dominator! (laughs) (laughs) There you go, Jeff. Get in the spirit of things. They are making the weather dominator. I love it. God, that's the best. The best. I hope that that is the plot for for G.I. Joe 2, right? The weather dominator. I yeah. hope so. If, oh, I might actually see that be. one. They really need to. Be. Dude, that to. first one's fun. That's what I've heard. You can turn your brain off a little on that one. Yeah. That's pretty good. I, I th- I mean, I'll give it a shot. It's got I'm, some terrible moments, but it's yeah. got some good stuff too. That, everyone's right. telling me the same thing. It's fun. Turn mm-hmm. your brain and go. And not to the point of like turn your brain off so it drops out. Yeah, yeah. it's not Transformers bad. Yeah. No, and it's yeah because it's not it's not horribly misogynistic. It's not freakishly racist and weird it's not fart humor nope no exactly exactly the, it doesn't you don't have hey, Ro- the thing's giant balls yeah roadblock doesn't come out and be like i can stop this train with my dick yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't call me roadblock for nothing thwong <laughs> lays out a fucking python <laughs> yeah none of that shit no well martin called nasa a target rich environment martin for- this, this is General, this is, General Martin. Like, oh, General Martin. Yeah. Come on. oh we're, we're back to NASA. About, we're back to NASA. Well, I thought you were talking about Martin, the uh, Sheen? comedian. No, oh, Martin. Okay. Martin Lawrence. Yeah, Martin. 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 No, not Dimitri Martin. Martin. <laughs> There's only one Martin. Martin. You ready to finish the story? Steve Martin. Martin Lawrence. Martin Luther King. Martin Lawrence is 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 America's Martin treasure. Luther. Martin the Martian. No, just <laughs> Martin. Marvin. Martin Marvin. the ATM cupcake. Martin's his brother. Martin the Martian. Aston Martin. Uh, Aston Martin? I love those cars. I love those cars. That, that's what ATM stands for. Aston, Aston Martin. Martin. Yep. Aston Martin Cupcakes. Aston Martin Cupcakes. <laughs> Straight out of your muffler. Jeff, just turn your head and go to your happy place. It'll be over shortly. No, it won't. <laughs> He still has another paragraph to go, and he hasn't finished the one he's on. Martin <laughs> called NASA a target-rich environment for cyber attacks and noted that 47 advanced persistent threats attacked the agency's computers in 2011. 13 of them were able to successfully compromise the system. 
Those 47 attacks are a small fraction of the 5,408 cybersecurity attacks NASA reported in 2010 and 2011. Would you like to play a game? That's 5,408 <laughs> chances for intrusion, malware planting, and other such cyber mischief that reportedly cost NASA $7 million to fix. Martin also noted that some of the incidents affected thousands of NASA computers and caused disruption to missions. $7 million or three wrenches in NASA money. NASA money. And our final story. Aaron Castro. Who? Of Aaron Castro. Of? Of Commerce City, Colorado. Okay. Was arrested in August 2009 for his role as one of the leaders of a 41-person meth ring bringing as many as 100,000 doses of the drug per month into Colorado from Arizona. Good Lord. According to the Denver Post, authorities seized about 100 boxes of first edition comic books sealed in plastic wrappers at the time of Castro's arrest. Back then, authorities said the total value of the comics was around $500,000, noting that one comic alone was worth $3,500. No word on which titles Castro was stashing, but he was apparently using this mass of nerdy, Nerdity, both to launder his drug money and eventually set up his own high-end comic book business. He also hid drugs inside the comics. According to a civil forfeiture complaint related to the comics, an accomplice told police that, quote, Aaron began to struggle with money because he would spend his drug money on comic books, unquote. Castro was sentenced to 45 years in prison back in November, but the comic books were back in the news this week after the U.S. Marshal Service auctioned them off online. So, how much did they fetch? After 108 bids, the total came to $125,000 and... Well, $125 and $50. Not a bad deal if the initial estimate values were even close to correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. Big drug guy. So... Loves his comics. That's just like... The, the drug supplier young. has a comic book addiction. Yes. I love it. Yes. I love exactly it. Exactly it. That's pretty funny. That pretty is, funny. It is oddly ironic. Well, that's why... That's why uh, Nicolas Cage keeps making movies. To fund that comic <laughs> addiction? Yep. that comic book addiction, yeah. That's true. He should, he should be making drugs. That's obviously the way to do it. Yeah, I think that's why Do- Johnny Depp is making movies like Rango, too. And, uh... Rango! Yeah. He didn't need to do that. No one <laughs> needed to do that. He didn't need to do the last or the next Pirates movie, either. Nope. Is he doing the next one, too? Yes, he is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about it on this show. That has not stopped. It will not what, stop. So that's going to be the fifth one, right? Yeah, and I yep. think there's actually it's it's kind of a two parter. So it's so like five six. and six. <laughs> yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, Gorver There's been nothing good since the first one. The second one was tolerable. And just, what the fuck is this happening? Is, this is actually one thing he and I agree on. Yeah. The, the the first movie was good. Okay, rolled into the second film, which was kind of eh. Third film was pretty wow. cool. The worst things since Rango. <laughs> Wait, well, it's it, like having it a dagger slowly pushed in. That's a back. reduction. What about the fourth one? I could not bring myself to I go didn't see the see fourth, the fourth one. one. I didn't even re- I don't even keep track anymore. That's shit. Garbage. I've only seen the fourth one in that. So, you've really? You've seen, seen the fourth one? I've seen the fourth one. You never saw the first one? No. No, the first one's actually. He owns one. it. He went to the store and bought. Those you get three it with films. the uh, oh you didn't. It's get all it. three. Yeah. See, I got it. The first when it first came out it came with a coin and shit. I guess okay. that was the second one came with a coin. I don't know. I saw the first one in the theater. Was excited to see it. It was good. 
and I was like, I was like, wow, this is actually really good. Yeah. I'm very surprised. And I yeah, think that's the thing. Everybody was surprised. They're like, yeah, wow, mm-hmm. that was really mm-hmm. good. And, it, and then, yeah. and then, and then the, co- the company went, hey, we can print money with this shit. And they started making the Bears Jamboree. They just the burned. Mansion. Yeah, they burned all their good, good cred. And all the other. Dang. Ugh. I think half the reason people go to see these these films now is it's not that it's good. They want to see how bad Depp can it as, be? as Captain Jack Sparrow. It's comfortable. It's comfortable. Yeah. Because he, as a character alone in the film, is entertaining. Sure. If you were able to pluck him out of two and three and maybe build something good around that. Isn't, isn't that why we have... always go back, though? Because comfort? Characters yeah. that we know and love yes. or at least enjoyed and hope we'd enjoy again? We are creatures of familiarity. We like what we know. We don't like to be challenged. And the characters. That's uh, I watched Plinkett's review of Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull, mm-hmm. and his little his little dissertation on uh, Harrison Ford's age as performing Indy at that age. Yeah, that uh, that actually was. It made me feel old. Uh, but but that's life. Man. There yeah. comes a point, and but it's not even about feeling old. It's just recognizing that that character is a cipher. It's not Harrison Ford. It's the idea of Indiana Jones, right? Explorer right. and adventurer, right. who you, the audience member, can place yourself into that role, yeah. seamlessly. And and he was pointing. You don't want to see Indiana Jones at, at that age, no, and, yeah. because uh, you can't identify with that. Which is why Bill Murray is to. saying he won't do Ghostbusters three. He's and you know he's, what? He's, he's probably right. He's probably fucking right. Yeah. Because have you seen the, all these guys lately? I think it'll surprise a lot of people on that oh, screen God, when they get up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, Ackroyd's moving forward, but Ackroyd's now said officially, you know, Bill Murray doesn't want anything to do with it at all. So, yeah. but so he's still working with it. Well, Paul, I went and read that first IDW. They did the, they republished the first issue of their Ghostbusters comic. Yeah. Not very good. No. No. I, I think I picked up the first trade. So thanks for letting me know what I'm getting into. Interesting well, ideas. always been but... a little chunky, but like, if you look at Harold Ramis now, my God, that it's man huge, yeah. does not look at all like he did in, you know, any of the earlier films that he did, you know, so it's yeah. Well, he did I, year I don't one know. for God's sake. He, it's over. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> you and Todd both hated that movie. That's a terrible it's movie. Horrible. It's horrible. I, I never I'm saw it, out. so I'm I'm it's good I'm, on you. I'm good leaving. You. I'm leaving the reviews. It's up right you, there but, with Rango. If I have you're one ATN. If I have <laughs> you know Ying and Yang both telling me that it's a terrible movie. I'm pretty sure that, you know, somewhere in the middle, in the middle it's, it's probably terrible. still a yeah. terrible movie. <laughs> well, that's all we got. What do you got? Write to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com or on the webpage. And, of course, watch The Ugly Couch Show itself. We tell you what to watch, what to read, what to play. And keep up with those Facebook likes. We're slowly creeping towards 700. We are. We're like... Have to dig out that book. Just 684 yeah. now. Pretty good. Yep. Keep it going, guys. If you like what you hear, if you like what you see, spread the word. Because when we hit that 100 mark... That uh, autographed Frank Miller comic book goes out. Yay. Some lucky fan. Fan mail from some flounder. And an ATM cupcake. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I remember Todd's rules about contests. (laughs) All of a sudden, the likes start going down. No. Yeah, right. (laughs) We'll never make it. Paul will have a problem back in that. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give you an ATM cupcake right now. You won't like it. I don't want one. You will not like it. This is more of an ATM honey bun. Is it pudding filled? <laughs> no, it was a honey. It, it just it just used to be a honey bun. Cheese Danish. Yeah, no, it was a honey. Bun. Actually, I had cheese Danish earlier in the week. It's honey bun 
but then it's going to have a lot of uh, chimichanga in there. Oh. So it's not going to be... <laughs> Can we just end the show? Oh, God. <laughs> Brought to you by Cinnabon. Yeah. Don't, don't let him go any further. Basically, that's what every, <laughs> every ATM cupcake is basically like a honey bun with a chimichanga. <laughs> you don't know, you don't know where one starts and one ends. I just kind of broke out into a sweat right there. <laughs> yeah, because you can taste it now. Now you can taste it. Honey chimmy bung chunga. We need to make scratch bung and sniff chunga. stickers to send out with this episode. Bung chunga. <laughs> I am Master Torgo. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Go see John Carter numerous times this weekend. And just Michael. Oh, did you see the new advertising for uh, for John Carter? Now they're they're talking about the history of John Carter. How like oh my Lord. before Star Wars. Before Avatar, oh, there was John Carter. John Carter, yeah. Before Lord they're, of the Rings, before Conan. But they're they're talking about the history of and why, you know, why oh, yeah. you should go see this movie oh, in- instead Lord. of who wouldn't see this movie. Yeah, good idea. Finally, who is finally. John Carter? Well, let us tell you. <laughs> uh, talk to you next week, folks. How on earth would you make a scratch and sniff sticker? What well, we need to look into with that. chimichangas and yeah. honey. Take a chimichanga, take a honey bun, and rub it on some paper. <laughs> There's got to be some more science to it, brother. Yeah. You know what in those things? Yes, what what, what seals in the what seals in the flavor? They're, the chemical some composition of those things. Yeah, test tubes. They would just, just get stink. some science in here. And then what? You just throw it on your extra car. It's got to be a YouTube yeah. video. How to make scratches? Get scratch scratches. There probably is one out there. I somewhere. bet there is. So basically, it's the uh, chocolate covered pretzel stink palm. Well, yeah. Well, scratch and sniff uh. stickers. <laughs> scratch and sniff Snickers. 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 I would, I would buy that. Hell yeah. I, I remember. I remember as a kid that I remember seeing like the science behind scratch and sniff stickers, and it's a bunch of very small bubbles. Yes. So ah, that so that, that when sense. you scratch, you pop tiny bubbles that have a little bit of that chemical compound. Tiny in it. bubbles, yeah, basically. Full of shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna shit on paper and uh, sit, mail it out to you, or just That's look when forward we get a to thousand it. likes, or just put, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Just we're, put we're working pizza, towards that just one. Just put the pizza scratches stiff stickers because those are the grossest things ever. <laughs> true, they were pretty bad. Oh, they smelled like a butthole. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's what we're going for. There you go. Well, there you go. It's already been done. Everything's been done, man. <laughs> Nothing new. No, there's a cake cupcake ATM out there. That's new. Not new. Vivid, <laughs> vivid video. Take it from years. Paul. <laughs> years. And I don't mean take it from Paul. I mean take it from Paul. <laughs> no, it, you can take it from me. <laughs> take my ATM cupcake, please. Gross. Bunga. 